What is up? I'm Young Matro here with WKNC. I have a couple members of D-Town Brass with me today. Tell the people who you are and what you do. Bob. My name is Bob. I, uh, I compose and play reeds in the band. My name is Ben. I also play reeds in the band. My name is Andy McGowan. I play keyboards and compose music. So how are you guys doing today? Good. Never better. All right, I'm going to start off with some really basic questions, and then we can get into the weirdest stuff later. No, First off, not no basic. there's no basic questions, only basic answers. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. On, um, what are some of your biggest influences? I know in um, the, the paper you sent me, you referenced Sun Ra and uh, Fela Kuti, and I definitely agree with those two. What are some others that influence your playing, whether on like a, a personal level or as like the whole band? Uh, I would say for me personally, the music of Don Van Vliet, Captain Beefheart, and also Charles Mingus. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably most of mine. I mean, um, bet we would agree with that. Yeah, sure. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, we have tons of influences all over the place. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of us in the band, so we bring a lot of different... Uh, influences in a lot of us playing a lot of other bands so we're bringing a lot of different flavors in to every song but sun sunrise was a fortuitous influence because we're you know we've all listened to the music and worshiped the man the, the man to call him a man the so god more than a man the deity sunrise um the neptunian you know and then and then we see that's what i was saying about repeating but you know we should, you should tell the story about meeting ken yeah so uh, one of our members actually played with sun Ra. ken back, yeah yeah ken he was in space in place that's correct yeah mm -hmm. this guy did his research he did uh and thank you Matt. so yeah it was, it's been great to you know sort of uh hear stories of how sun Ra operated and pick his brain about that sort of stuff i, I realized i was thinking about it today i think playing with sun Ra is what could be described as like a totalizing experience where like his everything about him is his art is so overwhelming his creativity his philosophy his way of looking at life that i think he's one of those people that you just spend some time with him and you're never the same after that yeah yeah you're all in yeah. and that's what we're trying to do with this band yeah that's why i <laughs> um i no, keep all 14 other members in a house that i own and I, they're not allowed to go out except to shoplift food for me. <laughs> and I feed them one cup of soybeans per We're day. We're allowed to dumpster dive once a week. Yes. Yeah. And then they get up at about seven in the morning. I usually wake them up with a gong and they rehearse <laughs> throughout we meditate the day for, until they collapse. We have an hour meditation session and then yes. we rehearse until everybody collapses. Horse meditation. Yeah. yeah, but not at the same time. We have to meditate while the people are playing and kind of <laughs> doing their dishes around us. It's awkward. There's a yeah. There's a there's a program involved though. Do any of you actually live together? No, no. 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 Okay, okay. No, I've no. I've heard of bands that do stuff like that, but no, no, no. I was like in my twenties and it's, it's hit or miss. Believe me. There are fifteen people in the band, so that'd be a big house. Well, we, you know, the orchestra would do that kind of thing. That's yeah. true. That's what they do. And that's, I'm gonna right, pick, that's probably why he asked. You know, I'm going to pick a reality show where all 15 of us 
and whatever family members we have that we currently all have to live on a compound together and all the hilarious hijinks and, and arguments that would ensue or just wow. awesome music or just that's the music will only get better you can only influence yourselves yes oh uh, well ideally we'd have the internet still right that's true <laughs> cut off from the now there's a premise <laughs> yeah <laughs> cut off from the internet oh man I your question. Your question was, what are our influences? We, sorry, we, we do tend to. True. And, and we talked about soundtrack music before. We, we, we uh, you know, sound, uh, crime jazz, I like to call it. Like that 70s kind of uh, hard driving, sometimes funky jazz, big band type arranging type stuff. Um, you know. Every soundtrack for every Colombo episode. Every Colombo soundtrack. We actually we we dissected every single incidental cue in Colombo. Actually, I'm more into the Amazing Spider-Man cartoon stuff. Really? That somebody put on YouTube just a like a a whole edit of just music cues from that cartoon. The first, the first, uh, the like first... '60s Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. And it's just hard noir jazz. Is it's it like Nelson the Riddle? Coolest... I want to say, I can't remember who did it. Wincy Jones did stuff like that, but I don't think it was him. I don't know. I'm following, uh, following Spider-Man. I don't know what Columbo is. Sorry. Might be before my time. Before our time, dude. Peter Falk. Okay. Yeah, before our time. Oh, you should check out Columbo. Yeah, okay. do it. You know that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, go ahead. We all have our influences. No, yeah. you go ahead. What's the next question? Okay, I... I've been to Durham a couple times, but I've never seen any local jazz shows ever. Hmm. What's the jazz scene like in Durham? Or the Triangle, if you've gone out of it enough. You might be going under the assumption that we're jazz musicians. Yeah, no. we're... I would say that we're jazz adjacent. <laughs> we play jazz music, but I wouldn't say we're, we play in jazz clubs or jazz shows. It doesn't need to be clubs. It's any show that has that type of music, whether it's jazz, funk, big band. There, there was a club here in Durham called Shark Nine. Is that still a thing? Shark Nine? It's yeah. not. We never, we never played there. Uh, we did. Do we play the shed? Yeah. Do we play the no, shed? Play I played. The shed. I played the shed a couple of times. I'm. I'm. A, you know. I've got my jazz connections. Sometimes they'll let me play with them. There was a place called Top of the uh, Town that used to have. Uh, that's no longer happening. I don't know that place. But yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Of course, now you know it's been almost a year of nothing. So who knows what the scene is like? Yeah, yeah. seriously. We've we've tended to play like your your rock clubs and indie rock scene type type things, just because that's kind of the world that a lot of us came out of. And yes. I think that you know our thing is huge, physically huge, like just takes up a lot of space, and sonically would tend to overwhelm your average jazz club. Also, if you got like jazz cats hanging out, like being like, you know, trying to try to see if somebody can play the changes or whatever. They might be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any jazz purists or like smoky cocktail lounges. I just need to know what like I want to get into the scene a little bit more. Want to hear about it, you know? Yeah, well, the, the, it's it got uh, the shed was a really great spot, and then it closed down before the before the lockdown. Yeah. Actually, Sharp yeah. Nine still does stuff. Mark Sharp Nine? Nine? I know Mark Mark Wells still does stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mark yeah, Mark does. plays in Raleigh a lot with Peter Lamb. Peter yeah. Lamb is great. 
He's an awesome tenor sax guy. Yeah, Peter Lamb and the Wolves. Uh, Al Strong was is the guy. I think I think does Al. I think Al lives in Durham. I think he does. He's in, he do stuff. He's one of the organizers of Art of Cool, and he's a great trumpet player. He used to play with Peter Lamb a bunch, and you know I kind of know those guys, so I've played with them a couple of times. But uh, Mark Wells teaches my my, my son piano. Yeah. So there's, you know, there's jazz players. Scott Sawyer is a guitar player. I took some lessons from him. Oh, I don't know. But, oh, who's the piano player, though? That guy kills. He's treat, he used to do, like, a, like a jam, open jam at the shed. Oh, that guy. Um, the guy Ernest, the, or, uh... Er, the Sterling piano player? The guy who goes around town with the parlor piano? No, I don't know. Quarters? I don't think so. But he like really just cool player who had a trio that would play at the shed all the time. I'm sure he still lives in Durham. Just great piano. I can't think of his name right now. It's like he, his initials initials are E H, I think. There's, I mean, there's a whole jazz scene that seems to come out of uh, out of Central Central's jazz program, yeah. and Thank you. and that's about all we know. But yeah. Well, and then there's the uh, like Steve Steve Coles who plays with us baritone sax um does like some more trad jazz kind of new orleans type stuff like the, what is it the sidecar social club mm -hmm. and i so, think our, our one of our trombone players is a pretty accomplished jazz musician. danny danny gruen is is a really good player and i think he plays with like, really he plays several national touring well, he, pl yeah. he yeah. plays with um with uh <laughs> Catherine whale, Catherine whale. whale. Yeah. Think back, because I know it's been at least about a year, but do you guys have any crazy stories about shows and things that happen at them? You tell the Budos band story? Oh, what was that? yes. <laughs> yes. No, 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 yes, no, of course. No. What? Why not? <laughs> They're going to love that. That's some very enjoyable shows with the Budos band. We've played with know. the Budos band twice. They're lovely people. Really, actually, super lovely people. Um, we played a... Uh, we played some Star Wars theme music for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's for a right. Wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we surprised uh, everybody at the wedding. Of playing all 15 of us uh, on a balcony, playing down. It was like the march, the, of the Imperial March. Imperial March. Um, 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 I don't um, even remember um, that. Um, I don't remember. Um, was that the, was at the Planetarium right. yeah. in, uh, in Chapel Hill. They had they had uh, it was a whole science fiction themed wedding. Yeah. I remember Perceived. being at the Planetarium. Extremely nerdy yeah. folks, and they had like a pan galactic gargle blaster drink. Was that the same? Yes. Was that the one I hooked us up with, Adrian Lycan? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. then we also played the reception. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, are you telling me you had those songs back in 2016? Say it again. You didn't have those songs back in 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote those, <laughs> most of those around 2014, 2015. What? And didn't get released until 2020. That's crazy. We, we move it at, at our own rate. You know, it's, it's partly because there's so many people in the group and then... A lot of us have like middle-aged lives with kids and jobs and, and stuff. other and other bands too. And other yeah, that makes sense. So it's hard to it's hard to fit it all in. Yeah. But what like, are some other bands that members are in? Um, so many, so many. Wig Report. Ben's in Wig Report. Ben here. You had Malt Swagger. I was in a band called Malt Swagger for many years, which 
continues to exist in some form or another. Like we're actually uh, trading songs back and forth now to try to write some stuff. Cool. Uh, and I have this other project that I call Soda Water Sea that I've been working on an album for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That thing that I sent you. What's that? Oh, that's. The thing. And uh, Bob, what do you? What else do you do? I just, I like try to play in parking decks whenever I can. Since the since the lockdown, that's like my go-to is like getting you know I'll get like one or two other people, usually just one other person, musician, and we'll hit a parking deck and live stream. But I've been in tons. I've been in our rhythm section is called the weekend. Le, yeah, the weekend. weekend is our rhythm section is the rhythm section for the weekend. And uh, members of Erie came up on bacon. Members of Erie Choir. I play. I played on one of their records. Yes, you did. Um, but. Uh, um, yeah, we've got White Octave. Robert, our drummer, was the White Octave drummer. That's kind of a, you know, respected local band. I guess. We've all been in bands for for years, lots of bands in lots of towns. So many bands. And Life still, so yeah, yeah, and still many are. bands. Yeah. And still are. It's, yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask if you guys were on hiatus because you have releases from 2013 and then releases from 2020 but i guess if you were writing songs throughout that time does it really count as hiatus no we were never on hiatus we, okay we operate like we don't it's not a poker club we don't um you know we don't just meet every week just to have fun it's like when there's something to do we do it okay. uh, music that's been written that we want to put together we do it but we've like this is the first year that we haven't. Well, we we did we did something early in 2020. Yeah. We have we have but, four. This is our fourth album, and we have a fifth that's recorded that, that's coming out this summer. Okay, good. Actually recorded on the same day as the the one you just heard. Yeah, we recorded two albums on the same day. We that's crazy. Good. Yeah, <laughs> that. Oh no. I thought it should have been a double album. But considering there are 15 of us and we and we record live. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a, I, I think it's good, impressive. That was a good day. Yeah, it was a good it was, day. Yeah. How many takes does that take? We, we never do more than two takes for anything, do we? Maybe I mean, three. Occasionally, maybe three, but usually one or two. You can't really. And it's always the second one. take. Because yeah. if we, the first take is like, has to go with that. Right. <laughs> and move on. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the music was always so well in sync. That's impressive. Uh, you know, having a really crackerjack rhythm section makes everything a lot easier yes. for everybody. It makes everybody yes. sound way better than they are. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I've long had a notion that I should always play with musicians who are better than myself. So even if I yeah. suck that night, you know, they can carry my. It's like it's like being like the third smartest kid in the class, you know. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Enough to push you forward. Mm -hmm. With so many people, what's the uh, what's the writing process like sometimes? Uh, uh, so usually, uh, Bob and I are do the bulk of the composition. Uh, we, we tend to work independently of each other. Um, my process involves. Uh, try to come up with uh, an, an idea, find an idea, and then you uh, develop it and add some stuff to it, and then you walk away from it for a while, and then you come back to it and listen to it again and add some other stuff. And Maybe then, in a, an altered state. 
Yeah. Some and then, and then sometimes you just scrap entire versions of it and start over. And, uh, but then, so you usually end up with like a, a demo recording and I'll then, then I'll sit there and write out all the parts out for everybody one by one. And then, then we get everybody together and try to work it up. And we have a rule in the band that you have to actually write the charts by hand. Oh, no. No, we don't really. We don't really just have me, little, me and Andy do that. We're just Luddites and they can't. But I, I can't figure out the program. MuseScore is free. <laughs> What's that? MuseScore. MuseScore? MuseScore. It doesn't matter. Like, you could have any program in the world, but I just get frustrated clicking buttons. Yeah. Yeah. It could it's, be the Generation X thing. It's the one actually creative thing that we do. <laughs> so we got to do it. That's right. And, uh, yeah, we have other composers too, is what I, is the other point I make. Well, there's like several people in the band who've written different, who've written, you know, cuts for the band. And we all work independently. We bring them to the band. Everybody we practice them. You know. Yeah, usually there's like, well, they'll, they'll be out writing songs and then. So we'll get together, we'll have two. They'll be like, okay, we got enough songs, can we all get together? And there'll be two two uh, two rehearsals like one once a week where where we'll we'll get the music for the first time. And sometimes it'll be complete, and sometimes it'll be these little kernels of things like, hey guys, I don't know if this is gonna sound like with this and this, let's try this. Are you criticizing my composing technique? No, I'm just saying it's very organic and you know. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes, sometimes not. Usually it's full, full blown and we'll, we'll rehearse it one week, go home and practice or not. Come back the next week again, practice it as a band. And then the third week we come back and re-record it. And then we go our ways for about four months or so. Well, well then we we end up playing it on a bunch of shows and then we, right. we have a good version of it, but it's already recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the time we get about six, six or seven new songs, we'll book a gig. And then we'll play it live. And then we'll get around to recording. And then, and, it, and with a 15-piece band that meets three to four times a year in little spurts, that's a pretty good process. And so that's that's what, I think you're talking about our glacial pace. Like that's as fast as we can move. But this is our fourth album, one of them on vinyl, the other's on CD, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've been around what, well, it's years. Like every four, every really? three years, yeah, eleven years. Yeah, man. So that's not too bad. Actually, I mean, no longer. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's longer. Thirteen years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's sort of like every three years we come out with a record. It's not too bad. We're like, we're like mold or herpes or something. We're like we're, we, we come back. Very hard to get rid of. We yeah. grow slowly. Nobody yeah. wants you there. Yeah. Nobody asked for that. Something about the way that you dropped two, is this two albums in the same month in 2013? It just seems like insane process and then a huge break and then insane process. But I guess it makes sense to sort of like years worth of uh, occasional efforts going all at once. Right, the one the one that's it's a, like an EP that called Ur, that is a bunch of early recordings that were recorded over the course of a, our first year in existence. It's earlier stuff. Yeah, it's earlier, like, like over maybe a year and three months. And then we did like sort of a more proper album. And then... Yeah, you don't even count that one as an album. But I, I think it's a great album. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, it's a fine then, album. But, but, so at the time I released that, what's, what you would call the second one, I had the first one already, so I just put them both out at the same time. Yeah. 
All right, I have a couple questions about the sort of mythos that surrounds this band, especially especially on Demiurge. I can't tell from the voices who does the the voiceovers, the the monologues. Me. Andy. You do? Okay. Um, I built a special machine for this recording. To uh, I wanted to make my voice just sort of like a. I'm sound, gonna go whiz on the. Yeah. Sound like I wanted it to sound like. Uh, not be overdub, be a part performed live with the group uh, and not just be straight into a microphone and recorded really nicely. So I, I plugged together like this giant speaker array with like these, uh, a mix of like really nice speakers and like crummy plastic outdoor PA speakers and stuff like that that I drilled, bolted together. Uh, and so that's that's how we did the voice for that. But yeah, I, I, I wrote all those words and, and the pieces that accompany them. Right. No need to explain the, the deeper meanings. That's up to the listener. But I have a couple weird niche questions about it. Sure. Who is Daniel Paul Schraber, the beekeeper general of Retroactive Dynamics, Inc.? <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's just some liner note uh, fun that we had. Okay. Bob wrote that stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, I say he wrote it, but he does channel things from various timelines of the future. And, and through you know various uh, we'll call them entities beings if you will he's in touch with several uh, astral planes Bob here comes Bob he's yeah. back now from his and so, uh, who who is uh, Bob Schreiber general beekeeping Judge Schreiber no the, the, wait, Daniel Paul the, Schreiber Daniel Paul who is he you didn't yeah, Google see. Uh, why why are you asking oh did you guys bring it up I'm interested no I'm bringing it up. You're reading your line notes, man. I'm taking deep dives. Oh, Daniel Daniel Paul Schraber, he's a legend. He's a, he he's like a religious leader, and uh, the origin of Freud's uh, one of Freud's case studies on schizophrenia. Oh, that kind of religion. He wrote he wrote memoirs of my nervous illness back in around the turn of the century, the last the previous turn of the century, like 120 years ago. So it's a big influence. Yeah, we were talking earlier also about how how when we opened for that uh, New Orleans Rebirth brass band, it was like right. a big New Orleans like party band, right? Yeah, party like, girl, yeah, yeah. They're they're the the junk. They're they're uh, and we opened for them at Motorco a couple of years ago, whenever that was. And I just remember thinking, suddenly realizing when we were playing that show how how much we were just like bad vibe <laughs> like bringers <laughs> we're just like eh. now we throw in a dance it's like, yeah. and and we did, we did bring a big bag of beads so it was all right. did we have beads yeah but we some, had beads at some point after one of my one of my uh musical rantings somebody from the crowd said i didn't come here to be preached at <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that was great yeah well you you know you were preaching sure true and nobody came here to be preached at Nobody, nobody ever came anywhere to be, unless they were going to church. Most people don't know why they go anywhere. <laughs> if you're going to church, you came there to be preached at. <laughs> He's like, ah, this ain't Sunday morning. Right. I ain't come here to be preached at. Right. So Sorry. you guys have been together for a while. I think you said 11 years. How much has the cast changed, if at all, in this time? A little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. I mean, we only had a few members leave. We've got kind of gained. At first, just at first, yeah. Yeah, we gained. We started as ten, 
and we've just slowly added people over the years. Now we're 15. Now we're up to, no, we're technically up to 16 if you count uh, uh, State. Jill? Jill? No, not Jill. What's her name? The saxophone player? Oh. Uh, uh, she only played one show with us, so it's Jamie. Jamie, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it 16? Yeah. Might be 15 or 16. It's, it's a little unclear. It, it's, it's always, it, the minimum is sort of 13. 13 is a quorum. That's right. Um, but yeah, it's that, that we haven't really lost anybody. Everybody really enjoys it. And, uh, yeah, have, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's like a young, it's like that's a young gentleman's club. Yeah. We, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any plans in the future? Do you have anything you want to shout out for the people? Yeah. We want to shout out our own record. It's called Demiurge. You should totally pay to download it onto your digital device. Don't be a rube and just listen to it on the services. Cause it's not Great. paid for. Like, yeah. yeah. It was out of his own pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, that you should check that out. And then we're going to have another record, hopefully over the summer that we were, as we mentioned before, recorded at the same time. It's like a double record kind of, and we're, uh, we're working on other stuff. So hopefully when the pandemic is over, we can get back together and start playing again. When, that, when we play again, come see us. Yeah. Awesome. We can't I look really forward to that. We've, we've been informed that playing a trumpet is, uh, like basically a germ cannon. Yeah, I guess so. Air okay. distribution. Yeah. Well, thank you for the time today. I really yeah. appreciate it. Really Thanks, yeah. Matt. Take care. Yep. Good to meet you, man. Take care. Yeah.